This is Liberated Love Notes, a podcast on Living Corporate Network. Y'all already know. This is your host, Brittany Janae, creator of Liberated Love Notes, critical self-reflections, and affirmations for the culture. Liberated Love Notes is your source for weekly doses of reflections, affirmations, and reimagining, reimagining for us by us. Y'all, <laughs> I have an affirmation, a story, a reflection that I want to share as we prepare ourselves to receive all that this week shall bring. The affirmation is this. In my stillness, I have access to divine wisdom and energy. I'm going to say that again. In my stillness, I have access to divine wisdom and energy. I've been affirming, reflecting on, and experiencing this y'all experiencing this and I got a story so this is gonna be something like story time I got a story that I want to share that gets at this very thing so a few weeks back I was in a situation where I had to make a decision I had to make a decision, a big one, a big one, a decision that really, you know, had me reflecting heavy on my values, Mm. a decision that even had me calling into question the values of others, Uh, perhaps not their values, but, but the extent to which they were embodying or not embodying values, values that I assumed or they'd previously expressed as their own. That decision, that decision wasn't an easy one for me, y'all. It wasn't. I was literally contemplating the ways that it could, like legit, impact my livelihood impact my sense of stability and comfort she would provide for my child (laughs) and so with any decision especially those where i am challenged i like to leverage what i've previously referred to as my personal board of directors folks who experience clarity or understanding around my values, folks who understand, who have experienced my strengths and even my my weaknesses, folks who have experienced the different roles that I play in this world in different contexts, be it professionally, personally, motherhood, a personal board of directors and advisors, folks who will not only affirm me, but also hold me accountable. Hold me accountable to to who I am and who I strive to be 
I'm saying, y'all, if you ain't already got one, get you one. A personal board of directors. The advice and support of a personal board of directors and advisors is invaluable. Let me first just affirm that the advice and support of a personal board of directors is invaluable. And y'all know I love a and, and in excess, in excess feedback uh, and perspective and seeking out external support can create what I like to refer to as some intrapersonal confusion. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We absolutely want to tap our personal board of directors and advisors and in access when we are seeking out external support and perspective and feedback in access, it can absolutely create some intrapersonal confusion. I'm just saying, have you ever been in a scenario where you were trying to make a decision or decide which way to go and you found yourself checking in with everyone but yourself? I'm just curious if you have ever found yourself seeking wisdom and input from everybody, everybody and their mama. Don't get me wrong good and wise and loving folks, right? Good, 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 good people. But you realize you hadn't fully given yourself the time, the space, the stillness to hear from the divine. Your <laughs> wise and loving self, God, your higher power, your ancestors, and so Yes, I think we all need a personal board of directors. I do. And I'm curious, what's your, what's your spiritual ancestral board of directors looking like? Right. I absolutely feel like we all need in natural a personal board of directors to hold us accountable, affirm in this realm. And what's your spiritual Ancestral board of directors looking like. Y'all, quarter one of this year, <laughs> mm, quarter one of this year, my maternal grandfather, Elmer C. Coppage Sr., a man of big, big faith, and my paternal grandfather, Louis A. Harris Sr., a man of provision, both uh, transitioned into ancestorship. Big faith and provision. So I don't know about y'all's lineup with your ancestral and spiritual board of directors looking like up there, but mine, y'all, mine is feeling really lit in this season. Divine. D. Vine. It occurred to me that in as much as I was receiving advice in the natural, and I'm talking like some really good advice, some really wise advice, there was something to be said and revealed by looking within 
by pausing, by by tracking, by discerning. Mm -hmm. Earlier that week, as I was in the midst of the thick of <laughs> this decision, I had received a random text from one of my cousins who ain't know nothing about nothing that was going on, right? One of my cousins sent me a random, and maybe random ain't the word because ain't nothing by happenstance, divine text. He shared uh, that I'd been on his mind. He also shared what he referred to as my grandfather's, uh, my maternal grandfather, a man of big faith. He shared, Brett, you was on my mind and it was on my heart to share with you your grandfather's favorite scripture. Mm. And so for the folks who reference or study the Bible the scripture was Jeremiah 32, 27. And he included in the text, the excerpt, it said, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? I didn't know that was one of my grandfather's favorite scriptures, y'all. But as a man of big faith, <laughs> I was not surprised. I was not surprised. When he sent it, when he sent it, I'm going to be honest, I just loved it, right? How you can react to things in iMessage. I just loved it and, and expressed my gratitude for him thinking of me. And so, you know, on the surface, I did. I didn't really make too much connection, but I just accepted it as a timely reminder. It wasn't until later that night, y'all, later that night, I'm legit in the shower, right? Talk about stillness, <laughs> just like in the shower. And I get this urge. I get this urge, uh, this divine download to revisit that scripture. Uh, I got real curious about the context of the passage. I started to ask myself, or perhaps was being asked in a very divine way, what else was going on in that chapter? How can I make sense of what was my grandfather's favorite scripture in a timely affirmation? And so, y'all, I got out the shower. Uh, I actually think Braxton was with his dad that evening. So I had I had time. I had time to just be open and be and be still so to my surprise the chapter was broken into two parts and so if any of y'all use the bible app you know that there are oftentimes like headings to describe like what's going on and so earlier on in the chapter there was a scenario that involved the prophet jeremiah where he had to make a decision. Mm, I'm like, okay, I see. Okay, I see. I'm present. I hear, right? This is all that's going on. He had to make a decision around fulfilling a prophecy, a prophecy that involved a contract, y'all. <laughs> so, so remember that decision 
that I was right pondering and processing and getting some feedback on, you guessed it, it too involved a contract divine. I just feel like God and the ancestors be knowing. And so by all accounts, and I'm just paraphrasing the chapter, by all accounts, the decision and the fulfillment of the, the prophecy that Jeremiah had to make, it was one that folks would consider silly. Like the move he was about to make, like by all accounts, folks would consider it silly. Like you pretty much, you know, Jeremiah, you leaving, you you giving money away, you leaving money on the table. It just don't, it just didn't make sense. Mm, divine. Y'all started to get real, real curious. Like my spirit at this point is like, speak, is like, speak to me, speak to me. I'm like all kinds of peaked, right? I started researching like analyses made by like theologians and whatnot online. Just curious about this passage. What started out literally as a text message, a divine download. There was one analysis that I found online that referred to Jeremiah's decision, his act of faith as an example of embodiment. Uh, embodied action around his values, his faith, embodied action around his values. Mm. I told y'all I was making a decision that really had me thinking through my values. Mm. Baby, when I tell you the ancestors be knowing, that was the first part of the chapter this contractual agreement and like the context around it. The second half was affirming God's promise for restoration. God's promise for restoration. I sent out an email a few weeks back and even did a post on uh, some of my social media outlets that that was my intention for the next few weeks, restoration. I love the juxtaposition of this sort of like contractual decision and then the promise of restoration. That decision by the world standards that Jeremiah had to make was tough. Um, you know, if I'm if I'm contextualizing to the present day and and personal experience, I'm talking tough like walking away from a six-figure salary tough, like uh, choosing not to accept, you know, uh, money. That could be some real good cushion in a season of transition, tough, particularly when the context rubs up against your values, tough. Mm, I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking about that, y'all, and this promise of restoration, this promise of restoration. So a few days later, right, I'm wrapping up with my therapist, and, and typically when my spirit feels moved, at the end of our conversation, we'll draw cards. We'll draw cards from an adinkra, an adinkra deck that she uses, she always asks, though, before she draws the card, she always asks my intentions, right? Before pulling the card from the deck, she'll ask me, like, okay, well, what is your intentions? And this time, y'all, 
with all the context I just shared in mind, I set an intention around being grounded. I set an intention about around being rooted in faith. In this season, yes, I want to certainly continue to experience the range of human emotions that comes with this season and shift, which is discomfort and maybe some anxiety and just all those things. Yes, I want to extend myself that grace and I want to feel and be grounded. I want to stay rooted. Baby, she pulled that card. She she pulled the card with that intention in mind, and it was the Adinkra symbol referred to as Jai Niyami, Jai Niyami, which translates to accept God, accept God. The symbol signifies the omnipotence of God. It expresses the deep faith that the Akans have in the Supreme Being. The card actually read, there is nothing the creator cannot do, and therefore nothing you cannot achieve without the creator. The creator is within you. The creator can resolve matters of which humans cannot. Y'all, when I tell you I did like legit a little mini praise break, even had to pour when I got back home. A cup of coffee for my grandfather, who days earlier dropped that scripture, a divine download. Behold, I am Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? What's the purpose of this story, (laughs) y'all? I had to be still to even pull this together and make sense of it in the context of this decision. I had to be be still. I had to discern. I had to check in with spirit, my own divinity, God, my ancestors. I had to be still. And so, yes, 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 yes. We all need a personal board of directors. And I'm going to ask you again, what's your spiritual ancestral board of directors looking like? In what ways can you be a bit more stiller, a bit more discerning? In what ways might you benefit from looking within? I am affirming to you today, this week, and certainly beyond what I shared at the top of the segment. In my stillness, I have access to divine wisdom and energy. Mm. In a hyper-urgent world, it can be real difficult to be still. And yet, I am affirming in my stillness. I have access to divine wisdom and energy. In a world where we are oftentimes limiting our understanding of knowledge and what is valuable to things that are in books or things that are in academic journals, ooh, the power of wisdom. 
wisdom and forms that perhaps we can't touch or doesn't feel tangible, but we can feel. In my stillness, I have access to divine wisdom and energy. In a world where we are often times looking outward to, to everybody else for advice, you know, for best practices, for quick tips, <laughs> but a checklist. In my stillness, I have access to divine wisdom and energy. I just got to be ready and open to receive it. <laughs> I just got to be open and ready to receive it. Peace, y'all.